and welcome to episode 41 of the whatever i find entertaining podcast welcome to the show we are officially in season two or like i like to refer to it as year two of the podcast i'm so happy y'all back with me this year man i know last year was just more of a recap i said last year i know last episode was more of a recap of last year but today we got fresh topics we're doing fresh shit and i'm just so happy to have y'all with me we got a lot to talk about today before i get into our list uh athlete of the day yes we still doing the athlete of the day athlete of the day is dirk nowinski I think this was a pretty easy choice. I can't remember. I can't think of too many number 41s that were better than Dirk Nowinski. Uh, a few of his uh, accomplishments. In 2011, he won a finals cha- He won a finals championship. Don't that sound hella weird? He won a championship uh, and finals MVP in 2011. In 07, he won an MVP. He was a 14-time All-Star, four-time first-team NBA, five-time second-team NBA, Three-time third NBA, um, the 50-40-90 club. I don't know. I got to look that up. I don't even know what that is. Uh, He won the NBA shootout in 06. He won NBA teammate of the year in 2017. He he didn't win a lot of shit because you got to also take into account that he's a a international uh, athlete as well. Means he played for, you know, other teams outside the United States. He played from 1998 to 2019, I believe it was. Did he retire in 19? Uh, let me see. Yep, 2019. So I guess technically he played from 94 to 19, but those first four years wasn't in the NBA, so I'm just talking about the NBA. So he played from 98 to 19. Uh, interesting note. He is only, as of the time I'm recording this, of course, he is only the second NBA player. He's only the second player to play in the NBA Finals that was born in Germany. Who was the first? I don't know. That's not what we're talking about here. We're not doing basketball trivia. We're doing Dirk Nowinski facts. But moving on. Let's do that. Moving on. Um, now we got an athlete out of the day out of the way. Uh, we're going to go down our list of things we want to talk about today. Like I said, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about Denzel Washington got a new movie coming up. I mean, that sounds like a, a everyday regular thing. He always got something coming up. Uh, we got some uh, Eternals news that I want to get through. We got some, some Thor 4 Valkyrie news. We got some Batgirl news. We I want to talk about Attack on Titan for a little second. Uh, I did watch the first episode, but we're not going to get into the episode. Man, that shit too deep for me to be getting into this by myself. We're going to end the note on uh, Peacemaker. So I watched the first two episodes. And, well, you know what? I'm going to say that for the end of the show. That's the last thing we're going to be discussing. So before we take our break and we start getting into our topics, first thing, not first things first, but most importantly, wellness check. How y'all doing today? How was y'all 2022 starting off? Huh? I hope it is going fantastic. I hope y'all doing great. I hope you if you got resolutions, I hope your resolutions are going well. I hope you're accomplishing things. I hope you're setting up more goals so you can accomplish those. I just hope you are becoming the great people I know y'all are. Because y'all know I sense great potential in my whatever nation. That's why y'all here. Y'all here because I sense great potential in y'all. Also because y'all clicked on a 
podcast to listen to it. But that's a different story. We're going to take a quick little break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into some topics, y'all. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And the first thing I want to talk about is a new series for the Eternals. Now, when I say series, it's not a TV show. You're not getting an Eternal TV show. I thought that when I first saw the headline as well, but it's not that. Uh, Marvel Comics is working with Webtoon to do an actual comic book. Now, I know I don't usually talk about actual comic books. As much as I talk about comic book shit on this show, I don't actually talk about comic book shows because... The truth of the matter is, I don't read a lot of comic books. I don't read as much as I wish I did. I mean, I do read, but I don't read as much as I did. And honestly, I've I got into comic. I don't know if I talked about this on the show or not, but I got into comic books like later on in life. Even though I've always been into comic book characters and worlds and heroes and all and stories and shit, <clears throat> I got into actual reading comic books. I didn't get into it until I was an adult. But yeah, anyway, besides the point, um, yeah, they're doing a, they're doing a, uh, Marvel Comics is working with Webtoon, they're doing a collaboration for the Eternals, it's gonna be called the 500 Year War, uh, it's gonna be appearing on Marvel's Unlimited service, um, it's, actually, it's, by the time you hear this, it'll be out, um, and also, it's like releasing at the same time as, uh, the Eternals movie, is going on Disney Plus, so that's a cool little line, like a cool little sync thing they did there. That's that's pretty dope. Um, but it's a digital comic. It's a part of their uh, their Infinity Comics line, which is something Marvel's been doing for a little bit. Uh, the story is about a five hundred year war. It's about um. Oh look, I'll just read. I'll just read it. Was what it says on here. It will spot. It will spotlight the immortal superhero group during their past encounters in the five hundred year war against the mortal enemies, the Deviants. While the Eternals and Deviants are locked in battles, fans will get the chance to see the Eternals interact with different cultures from the human race across time through the cultural artifacts they are gifted to them. So who knows? If that sounds like your cup of tea. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm definitely gonna check it out because. Uh, I want to learn more about the Eternals. I haven't read enough about them. I'm reading the. Um, it's just called the Eternals. I'm, I'm not sure who who wrote it though, but I'm reading something about the Eternals now. All right, next up, next up we got um, we got a little we got a little Thor four news for you, and I found this, this is probably one of my favorite topics we're gonna talk about today. I found this to be very 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 interesting. Um. Not so much the movie, but a character from the movie, uh, Valkyrie. They did an interview with Emma 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 Thompson. I'm so very sorry. It is Tessa Thompson. I knew the last name was right. I just knew the first name did not sound right at all. It's Tessa Thompson. Um, she plays Valkyrie. She was in uh, Thor Ragnarok. She had a small part in Endgame. But uh, if you've seen Ragnarok and you know she in charge now. So, uh, wait, no, I guess not. If you've seen, if you've seen Endgame, then you know she's in charge. Now, that's what it was. It was Endgame. Uh, yeah, but you know she's in charge of new, new, I almost said new Wakanda. Uh, new Asgard. <laughs> almost said new Wakanda. I am just all over the place today. Um, she's in charge of new Asgard. She's the queen or king or their leader, whatever. I don't need to put no gender specifics on it. But she did a recent interview with, um... She did an interview with W Magazine, 
and they were just she was just talking about her career and what it's like to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then she starts explaining her, how her character's transforming over the next movie and this is this is what she said this is her this is her quote from W magazine uh, she said uh, that the world isn't the only thing expanding her powers as a Valkyrie are going into some weird directions too in the new movie she's in the new movie, she will have the ability to bring people into the afterlife and revive them if necessary. As the link to the... Well, that's the end of the quote. So, basically it has something to do with she can now access Valhalla. Uh, who... It's a very comic booky sounding thing with characters constantly being killed and revived in comic books. So, this is they're probably going to use this to bring back an older character. Um, maybe this is how they bring back um, Jane, so she could become the new Thor. Maybe um, somebody gotta use somebody gotta use the hammer now. Thor ain't gonna be walking around with the damn hammer and the axe all the damn time. So uh, yeah, I thought that was super interesting. It's just a little just, word on the street is Take Wakiti, the director of course of three, and he's directing four. It's supposed to be going nuts. He's supposed to be going nuts with this movie. And I, for one, cannot fucking wait to see him go nuts. Because, man, I don't think I've ever seen a franchise do a turnaround as well as the Thors did. Like, everybody I know, like, I don't know too many people who like the first two Thors. But I don't, I barely know anybody who don't like Thor 3. Like, and, and, and there's nobody in the world that's like, yeah, I like the first two Thors. But I don't like that Thor 3, man. That shit kind of, I don't know, bruh. There's nobody. There's absolutely nobody. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, I just thought that was super interesting. Um, I, I can't, I can't wait. I can't, I'm so happy 2022 finally here, man. We're gonna be getting so much dope Marvel content. Uh, but that's enough about Marvel content. I, I, Cause y'all be, y'all be, y'all be so on me, man. Because y'all be thinking I hate DC because I don't be showing DC no love on the podcast. But I'm just like, Marvel be making more moves. I'm sorry. DC may be making like comic book moves, but I ain't that into the comic book world to be able to bring y'all all the news in the comic book stuff. I'm on the TVs. I'm in the movies. You know what I'm saying? I'm there, bro. And DC don't be making no moves there. I mean, the, the I was going to talk about that. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, like the DC shows, they're cool. I watched some of them. I was a huge Gotham fan. I don't know if I talked about that on the show. Um, what else? I watched. I watched like, a f like four or five seasons of Arrow. Like three or four seasons of Flash. I watched DC Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I ain't going nowhere near Supergirl. No, thank you. Um. Yeah, I watch some of the stuff, but it's just like they don't be making no major moves. I'm sorry, I don't know what you want me to do, man. I'm not, not but, but, but the point is, I bring, the reason why I bring that up is because we got some DC stuff to talk about on the show today, so y'all can get off my goddamn back. First thing we're gonna, uh, well, you know what? Before I do that, I wasn't like I said in the thing. I was gonna talk about some uh, Attack on Titan stuff, and I was gonna save it to be the the the, the second to last topic but um i saw the thing i'm gonna do this this will be the last thing i talk about and then we're gonna take a quick break and then i'm gonna hit some more topics um i was gonna talk about this but i was gonna talk about this later in the show but uh 
Attack on Titan. The final part two of the final season just premiered. Uh, episode was dope. We're not here to talk about the episode. It was it was dope. I enjoyed it. It was great. No complaints. She was amazing, as it usually is. Very consistently amazing. I was going to talk about that, but my brother called me, and when I when I was writing the script for this for this episode or what I wanted to talk about, my brother called me, and he's like, he's like, hey, bro, I said what's up? He said, you seen that? You seen that shit Call of Duty doing? And I'm like, can I say yes to you, bro? You know I haven't seen that bullshit Call of Duty doing. What happens? He says some bullshit to me. I call him a liar. And then he says, okay, I'm going to send it to you. And then he just hangs up on me. And what he sends me is a link to some of the worst crossover between any two medias I've ever seen in my life. He sent me. He sent me. Call of Duty Vanguard cross. Attack on Titan. I'm going to let that sink in. I'm going to let that sink in. Because right now, right now I'm doing something unprecedented. I am talking about video games and anime at the same time. And both of those things is two things that I don't don't talk about enough on this show. I'm talking about anime and video games at the same time. So let that sink in. Call of Duty Vanguard X Attack on Titan. (laughs) Now, it sounds ass on paper, right? But you didn't even see it yet. So I watched the video, and I guess they got a new operator or a new character. I don't know what they call him now. I've been out of Call of Duty for like two years. But um, they got a new character, and he's wearing a a Survey Corps uniform, which is... (sighs) It's supposed to be cool. Um, It's supposed to be cool, but it's just... Straight up not. I mean, he just looks like uh, he looks like a dude in cosplay. Now, don't get me wrong. If there was a person that looked like this in real life, oh, man, it'd be some of the best cosplay i ever seen. But the fact that you got a, a, a video game character, this is a digital world. You can make them look like whatever you want. There's no limitations to what you can do with this character. And he looks like a person in cosplay instead of just making him look like one of the characters from the anime. It seems like a it seems like an L. When I think about it, that seems it seems like an L. That's an L, right? Because you can make them look like whatever you want. But he, you can make them look extremely like the characters from the show. But you made them look like a dude in cosplay. And even if that's what you were going for, if you were going for now, nah, we want him to look like a character dressed up in Attack on Titan cosplay. And it's like that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But then you made it too real. He doesn't look like he... I mean, you would have to make it jokingly look like a dude in cosplay. Almost. You would have to go on the other end of the spectrum. It's like they pushed it to where, like, this guy's a super serious cosplayer. Who wants to see a super serious cosplayer in a video game? That doesn't make sense? Does it make sense that that doesn't make sense? I, I don't know. Anyway... That kind of overtook the time I was going to spend talking about the episode. But I wasn't going to go into great detail in the episode anyway. Because I'm not in, I'm in no position to sit here and discuss the deep, deep lore that is Attack on Titan. I never do that by myself. That's a journey I, I, I can't do by myself. So, um, anywho. <sighs> We're going to take a quick little... That was so ass. Call of Duty, y'all are so ass, bro. 
We're going to take a quick little break. Then we come back, we're going to talk about... We're going to take a quick little break, and when we get back, we're going to discuss... We got about three more things we're going to talk about on the show. Like, peep this random list. We got... This is this is how this is how we do it over at the Whatever Nation, man. This is the last three topics we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Denzel Washington, Batgirl, and Peacemaker. If that don't sound random as hell, bro, what is? But that's what we do here at Whatever Nation. So we're going to take a quick little break, pay some bills, and then I'll be right back, y'all. Welcome back, whatever nation. It's time for our last segment of the show. We're going to hit y'all with some more news. We are, I got a couple of small topics I want to get out the way, and then we're going to go into my feelings on the first two episodes of Peacemaker. There will be spoilers for that Peacemaker episode for the first two if you haven't seen them, so be ready for that. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> but for now, we're going to talk about some Denzel Washington news. Now, I know what you're thinking. What the hell could you possibly have? On this random-ass, weird-ass episode, bro, what could you possibly have to talk about Denzel Washington? Apparently, Denzel Washington has revealed that uh, the uh, Equalizer 3 has started filming. That is all the news we have for that movie. And I'm just thinking, well, that ain't much news. Why would you feel the need to put that on the podcast? Here's the thing that's crazy about Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington has done like like over 50 movies. I don't know what the exact number is, but he's done more than 50 movies. You know, he's only done one sequel in his whole career. He's only done one sequel. One. And that was The Equalizer 2. So this is going to be the this is the only movie he's ever done sequels to ever. I wonder what it is about the Equalizer that he keeps coming back to. Like, he's done action movies. He's done other action movies. He's done serious roles. He's done... I don't know if he's done straight-up comedies. I mean, he's done roles where he is funny, but I don't know if he's ever done an actual comedy. But, um, yeah, I wonder what it is about this role that keeps him coming back. He's, like... You gotta think about that for a second, bro. Just, just imagine that. Uh, just imagine how long Denzel Washington has been acting. And just think about how many iconic roles he's done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Remember the Titans. Um, uh, a fucking Training Day. I can't think. I was trying to think of his character's name. Training Day. I mean, he, I ain't uh, two guns. I ain't finna go down the list of his movies, man. Inside Job or Inside Man. Was it Inside Job or Inside Man? I don't remember. Inside Man? Because there's just two different movies. I think one had Jamie Foxx and one had Denzel Washington. I don't remember which was which. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Uh, the point is, I, I just. The only reason why I brought it up, the only reason why this news is on the podcast, is because I just. First off, huge Denzel Washington fans over here, whatever nation. But I just don't know what it is about. Like, he just. I don't know if that blows your mind like it blows my mind. But, like, he hasn't done any sequels ever. None. Before before uh, The Equalizer 2, he had never did a sequel. Like, keep in mind, he's never even been a part of a sequel. Like, maybe he wasn't in the first one, but then they did a part two, and he came in in part two. He's never even been a part of a sequel until Equalizer 2. Like, that, that alone is mind-blowing to me, bro. Like, 
about it. I, I can't wrap my brain around it. But anyway, we're going to move on. <clears throat> the next thing we got is news for the Batgirl movie. Yes, they're making a Batgirl movie. Not a, not a TV show. And no, I'm not talking about Batwoman. I'm talking about Batgirl. Uh, they're making a movie. It's supposed to debut on HBO Max. It's going to be uh, Barbara Gordon. It's gonna be, she's going to be being played by Leslie Grace, who I don't know. Um, oh, excuse me. And I'm not going to lie to you. This movie being slept on for real. I'm not like, <laughs> like the people they got working on this joint. I don't, I don't know why. Like they got some heavy hitters on here. I mean, it's supposed it's supposed to be directed by the people that directed Bad Boys for Life and Miss Marvel. Um, it's being written by the one of the people who wrote Birds of Prey, which I personally loved. Um, and and the person that's writing the upcoming Flash movie, like. <laughs> it's supposed to be uh <laughs> I'm I'm reading off this shit, bro, right now. And it's just it's blowing my mind because I knew I, I knew I wanted to talk about this movie because I put it in my script, but I'm like as I'm reading this shit all at once, I'm like, Jesus Christ it's a lot. Cause you know, I was like I saw this stuff here, put a piece there, put a piece there. But then when I'm saying it all at the same time, I'm like, God damn. I mean look at this. The film is also expected to also expected to see the returns of J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne Batman, Brendan Fraser is supposed to join as Firefly, Jacob Sapiro is supposed to be they don't know what he's supposed to be doing. But there's a lot going on. Um J.K. Simmons was uh, Commissioner Gordon and uh, whose Batman was he? It wasn't the last one, right? It wasn't yeah, it had to be. It had to be um, uh, Christian Bale's Batman. He was Commissioner Gordon. Um, that's crazy. J.K. Simmons is known for two iconic-ass roles. One in Marvel, one in DC. He's from J. Jonah Jameson, and he's the Commissioner. That's that's pretty dope. Anywho, um, this is a lot going on with this movie. I don't know, like... Of course, we don't know any plot details. We don't know any release date. Um, there's still, I mean, the actress is still the actress that's playing Batgirl. She's still training and getting in the fight shape because, I mean, she's not a fighter, of course. And you know, Barbara Gordon got them hands. So, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm super excited about it. I can't wait. Uh, HBO Max has, um, as far as their DC, their original DC content, they have been on point, bro. Like. I've liked all of their original DC, like the shit that's on there that's DC related. Oh man, it's been on point. Uh, fucking um, Suicide Squad. Uh, that damn. I like the the the, the Snyder cut. Uh, that uh, Harley Quinn cartoon. That shit was dope. Uh, I can't, what the fuck is my third? What third season? Yeah, is that is that what I'm waiting on? My third or my fourth season? Whichever season I'm waiting on HBO Max, like hurry the fuck up with my shit, bro. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. HBO Max in DC got a good thing going on, man. So I can't, I can't wait. Anyway, speaking of DC, fantastic transition. Uh, we're gonna talk about Peacemaker. So if you haven't seen the first uh, few episodes, if you haven't seen the first two episodes of Peacemaker, 
then you need to like take a little break, go watch the episodes, and then come back because we will be spoiling it after this break. Just wanted to let you give you a heads up. <coughs> we will be uh, talking about them, discussing them in great detail. So, just giving you a spoiler one now before we take a break because we're going to take a quick break before we start talking about it. So, give you your spoiler one in now. We're going to go into detail about the first two episodes of uh, DC's Peacemaker. So, after this break, we'll be right back. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the show. It's finally time to talk about some Peacemaker. Like I said before, spoiler warnings. We are talking about the first two episodes. Now, the first three episodes are available on HBO Max. That's a plug, HBO Max, if you're trying to talk money. The first three episodes are available. I just watched the first two because I didn't want have to have to talk about three whole episodes at the same time. But we're just going to talk about the first two. Um... Spoiler warnings. That's enough spoiler ones. If you ain't got it by now, man, then I don't know what to tell you, big dog. But, um, yeah. Peacemaker. I thought I was going to enjoy this show. When it was first announced, because um, John Cena as a Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad movie, fantastic. One of the best parts of the movie. Just hilarious. So I, I was like, cool, a spinoff is a great idea. And also, uh, everybody's favorite, um, can't think of his damn name right now, but the, the, the guy who directed The Suicide Squad, I, God damn, I can't think, I'm blanking his name, he doing the, um, he do the Guardians movies too. Anyway, he's uh, working on the show as well. He, I know he wrote and directed the first two episodes, I don't know if he's writing and directing the whole show. Not sure, but he definitely did the first two episodes. Uh, anyway, so far, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's the perfect tone. It's a, it's a little vulgar. It's a bit violent, but it's HBO Max. So, uh, I mean, come on now. I think you got to expect that. There was a, in episode two, there was a pretty graphic sex scene that I was not expecting. There are tits in her. So, you ain't watching this with the kids. Um... But besides that, it's it's really funny. Uh, John Cena is great across both episodes. He gets he definitely does a range of things to where he starts off. Um, in the first episode, he starts off they they do they basically recap what happens in the movie, and then it the episode kind of starts where he's in the hospital and he's all healed up now, and they're like you can go, and he's thinking what the fuck you mean I can go? Like I was a part of Amanda Waller's like team uh, like i know she looking for me somewhere so he's super paranoid he gets into an argument with the janitor it's fucking funny as shit um so eventually he he goes home to like this just this just this just depressing scene and it, it kind of they really like they really make you feel for the character like like really really early on um you you want to shit on him because he's such an asshole, but then it's like, oh, man, this life kind of sucks. So I guess he don't really have any friends or family, but you find out his dad's still alive in episode two, and that's that's even worse. His dad, oh, his dad's a piece of shit. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, first episode he gets home, he has to, but he can't find his key, so he has to bust in the window of his of his of his. He has a um. What trailer? Trailer park? Trailer park home? Is that what you call it? like those mobile homes, but they don't got the wheels on them no more? 
So they, they just sit in one spot. I, I don't know what you call those. But he's got one of them. And uh <clears throat> and it's 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 disgusted, it's dirty, it's messy, it's not like a it's not like a place you wanna be. Um, he don't really got nothing to do or nowhere to go or nothing like that, but that doesn't last long because uh <laughs> These people, he get these, these, these. I guess they look like assassins to you at this point. You don't know who the fuck they are. These people show up, point guns at him, and he's like, "Uh, you know what the fuck is going on?" He's he's thinking, "Oh yeah, they come here to kill me." I knew this. I knew they weren't gonna let me live this long, but uh, apparently, this is like some kind of like some kind of I don't know what you call it, like a like a branch of the Suicide Squad. Like Amanda Waller's still in charge of this team, but. She like y'all like the y'all over there like my like I got somebody in charge of y'all like I don't even y'all don't even directly report to me that's how non suicide squad y'all are so uh, he he joins up with this team he uh, <laughs> apparently they're hunting down something called butterflies which I haven't looked up yet I'm gonna do my research on it but I haven't looked it up yet I don't I don't wanna, I don't want to spoil that I don't want to do my research on something that I know the show is gonna reveal and then tell y'all and then reveal it for y'all and then fuck y'all over so um you gonna find these butterflies which are these kind of creatures uh, I won't tell you that much but you should know that if you've seen the first two episodes um. He don't quite know what they are. He don't care. He ends up fucking one. I said that much. That's that graphic sex scene I was talking about. But before that, he uh, he has to go get his pet eagle from his dad's house. Also, they reveal that his dad makes the helmets that Peacemaker is wearing. Uh, I don't I don't know who his his dad is a character too, which I'm also not familiar with. Um, but it does appear to be well. His dad's a racist asshole. Big shock there, right? Um, so he goes with his dad. His dad shits on him. Uh, you feel bad for him. Um, I think his dad's a villain. Like, like I don't mean a villain as in, um, like yeah, his dad's not a very good guy. No, I think I, I think his dad's like a like an actual super villain. I think, but right now he's just laying low. That's what I think. Cause later on he gets arrested for some shit, and then he goes to jail, and in the jail, a bunch of people surround him, and they're like, praise, I think they called him White Dragon? They were like, oh, hell, the White Dragon, or whatever, and I'm like, like, at first you would think, oh, cult leader, and then you would think, oh, KKK, obviously he's racist son of a bitch, but like, no, I think he's like a, like a, a comic, comic book supervillain, I think, like, I think he got some shit on him, uh, so I'm kind of worried about that, but anyway, uh, yeah, he gets his ego back, they, <laughs> they go, <laughs> They go, they go all meet at up. This this show is really funny, bro. Like it, it's really like I gotta give it to it. It's really funny in a very vulgar way. So if you don't like vulgar comedy, this might not be for you. Everybody's always cussing and saying fucked up shit to each other. Cause it's a team of people who don't like they don't like each other. Oh, and I forgot to admit, uh, one of the characters in the group that he's now in. Cause I don't know what the fuck that group is called. Uh, I don't know if they have a name, but uh, one of them is apparently Amanda Waller's daughter, and I don't think anybody else in the group knows that, uh, because they're all, like, everybody in this group has, like, got some kind of power, or they're, like, trained assassins or some shit, 
And um, they're all like, well, like, what are you doing? Like, you look hella normal. Like, what are you doing here? And she was like, no, I got skills, man. I can do shit. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? They're like, like, do what? Like, what have you done? Where have you been? Like, well, why are you in this team? And so I don't, I don't. I don't think they know that that's Amanda Waller's daughter. Now, I don't know why Amanda Waller's daughter is here. What's the purpose? But it's Amanda Waller, so she up to something. But anyway, um, they meet at like an Applebee's or something. And he comes in full uniform. And they're looking at this dude like, why the fuck are you in full costume, bro? Like, what, what are you, like, we're just at a restaurant. Like, what's wrong with you? And he's just like, hey, man, it's a new suit. I got to break. It's, it's so fucking fun. Like, I can't. I can't do the humor justice here because I'm not a fucking comedian, but um, it's it's genuinely funny. It's genuinely funny. It has some heart to it. Uh, there's one scene where um, after uh, there's well, and it's I think it was this was it the second episode. Uh, anyway, like uh, let's go back to the part where I say he fucked the butterfly. It was a pretty graphic sex scene. It was it. <laughs> It was it was more vulgar than I was expecting or prepared for, but yeah, he was definitely butt naked and he was definitely ramming her from the back. I don't know, cuz HBO, what do you want me to do? Um, HBO Max. So uh, after that, after he has sex with her, she ends up um, trying to kill him. And he realizes this ain't no normal broad because she's jumping around, she's screeching, she's like swinging with her claws, she's like her body's moving weird ways. So a huge, <laughs> they have a fight scene. That shit happens. He ends up putting on his helmet and um, using some shit to blow a hole in the parking lot and damaging a bunch of property. Cops show up. He's like, "Fuck! I gotta get in her. I gotta get back in her apartment." Because he ends up all the way outside. He jumps. God, such a huge fucking fall, bro. Like, he just jumps. He runs and jumps out of his window. It was, man, it was a huge-ass fall. But he, um, he ends up having to go back in her apartment because he left some shit up there. He left his fucking, his, his, his dossier, his mission briefing. He left it in there on the bed. So he's like, fuck, I gotta go get that. Like, why'd you even bring that? I don't know. That's none of my business. But what the fuck are you doing? He has to go up there and get that. Um, I don't know. His, and plus, he was naked this whole time. So, he had to go up there and get his damn clothes. Uh, but he ends up going up there and, like, stealing her music and shit. Like, he just stole a bunch of her shit. And so, like, the other people in the team, now they know about it. And they're coming to get him. And they're like, where are you, bro? Like, what's going on? And he's like, uh, you know, I'm over here doing this, blah, 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 blah. He, uh, <laughs> he's in there stealing her music, first off. And uh, because what I skipped was, uh, I can't. It was funny. There was after the sex, he he saw her records, so he put he put some records on and he starts spinning them. And he's just like, there's a holy shit. I just realized I forgot the funniest part of the show. Uh, I get to it in a second. Let me finish this. Um, he puts a record on and he just starts singing to this song in nothing but his underwear. And it is what it is, bro. But anyway, the funny um the funny thing in the show the the intro to the show the show's intro is a music number where they're all dancing like all the characters from the show are doing a choreographed number and they're all doing it with the straightest of faces and it's just like this may be the greatest intro to a TV show I ever seen in my life like what what what, what is this 
it's so it's so what the fuck like i don't know it it was it was mind blowing but anyway so um he uh he this is the there's this long ass chase scene with him and the cops and he keeps jumping off of these balconies and fucking his shoulder up because keep in mind if you remember correctly um in the suicide squad he got shot through the throat by Idris Elba's character but also a building fell on him so that happened um so he just like landing on his fucked up shoulder and shit it's, it's pretty funny um there's a scene where he he busts in these people's apartment while he's trying to get away from the cops and then there's this whole like back and forth between him and his couple that was funny as hell and they talk about music more it, it's it's really funny if you have not seen it bro i swear to god i'm jumping all over the place but because i'm just telling it as i remember it but it, it's really funny highly recommend it highly recommend it um the part i'm trying to get to is the fact that um when the chase ends over and he finally gets home he's laying on his bed and he just starts crying because he realizes his his life is shit. And he realizes he may have spent his whole life being wrong. Because his whole thing is like, I love peace, bro. And I will kill as many people as I got to to get it. But then he thinks about it. He's like, wait. Am I just psychotic? Like, <laughs> maybe I'm not a hero, bro. Maybe I'm just fucked up in the head. So he's just laying on his bed crying. He feels bad about killing um, Rick Flag. Excuse me. He was bad about killing Rick Flag. He just he just feels like shit because he's like I don't have any. The whole team hates me. I don't have any friends. I don't got any like nobody cares about me. Nobody loves me. Nothing. And that's when this guy shows up. Um, who apparently is another DC character I'm not familiar with. The Vigilante. He's fully clothed. You can't see any part of his body. You can't see his skin. Can't see his face. Can't see nothing. He's fully in uniform. And he shows up and he interrupts the crying. And there's this really dumb, funny scene. Where it's like, oh, bro, what are you doing? Because he was like, he was like in his window. You know, the window that uh, John Cena had to break to get in the house. He's just standing in the window. It's like, oh, bro, what are you doing? Standing in my window, jacking off, watching me cry. And he's like, what? wait, what? No, I'm not. What? He said I was jacking off. No, bro. I'm, you were crying. I wanted to make sure he was all right. Because apparently John Cena knows the guy. That's I want to get that up. Uh, well, Peacemaker knows the guy. So um, he's like, bro, put your cock up, man. I'm not trying to see you. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't know. It was, it was a weird thing, bro. It went on for a little too long, and you know, might like it. But um, he's like, bro, I'm not like, I'm not like jacking off to you crying, like, bro, just look. But anyway, like I said, scene goes on too long. Anyway, he ends up like kind of spilling his guts to the guy while the guy is kind of straightening up his house. It was a really nice scene, right? It wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't meant to be funny. It wasn't. Wasn't any action happening. It was just like a cool, little chill, little, just just dialogue, really, and it was really good. Um, the the guy who plays Vigilante is really good. Um, they eventually end up going to shoot a bunch of shit in the woods, and that was a pretty funny montage. But. Yeah, that was the end of the second episode, man. It, it, both episodes, they, the first uh, the first two was full of funny shit, full of heart, full of um, intrigue, as I like to say. That's my word for any any um, any comic book thing that starts making me go down a rabbit hole of exploring new shit. They even mentioned what's that name? Bat? What the fuck was his name? Bat? Bat Mink? It's this little bitty thing that like wears a shitty Batman costume that just loves Batman. They even mentioned that thing, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty impressive." That's a, that. What a plug! 
So, um, yeah, it's, it's great. I love the first two episodes. I've been talking about this shit for like 15 minutes now, so that's far too long. So I'm going to get off this air and quit wasting your damn time. But highly recommend them. Um, I guess next week we'll talk about the third episode. Or maybe we'll talk about the third and fourth episode and then that'll catch us up. And then every week until the show's over, we'll talk about that week's episode. Maybe that's, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do that. Actually, I don't know when these episodes drop, though, so maybe not. I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll figure out how we're going to do that. If y'all want me to talk about uh, Peacemaker every episode, let me know, please. Um, uh, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter. It's the same as it always is. Dzo the Great. Um, TikTok, same thing. Dzo the Great. <coughs> My YouTube, Dzo, D-E-E-T-H-E-Z-O. Um... Thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming through, man. We are in year two, man. We did it. We made it to the second year of the podcast. I'm so proud of y'all. I'm so proud of us, man. Um, And I'm so happy that we're here. So uh, without further ado, man, please, if you can, leave a like on the podcast. I appreciate it. If you can't, then that's cool, too. Don't worry about it. Um, leave, a, leave a comment if you can. If you can't comment on your platform you listen to podcasts on, please just... You know, send me a tweet or or send me a DM on Instagram or something. Just like, hey, man, podcast last episode was dope, man. Appreciate your that list you made in your episode 40 was ass, bro. You got all those things mixed up. That's cool, too. I appreciate a little criticism. But anyway, besides that, I'm going to get out of your hair because I've been talking for too long, man. I appreciate y'all for coming through. I love y'all. Thank y'all for hanging out with me. I'm out of here, y'all. Peace.